ready, bro. What up, what up, Post Touch Million Family? Happy good? Monday, dude. I'm bringing you guys back with. So, this is a re interview. So, man, I have talked to Brian on his first wholesale deal. How long ago, bro? Uh, was it two years ago, I think? Almost two, uh, two, two years, two and a half. And now I'm bringing him back onto the channel to share with you guys <clears throat> his story is kind of where he's at. Where are you at right now, bro? I'm here in Downey, man. I'm here in Los Angeles. I'm here in Los dude, Angeles, I wanna, man. I wanna, dude, I want to know how much you're making right now, bro. <laughs> well, uh, last month, man, we closed we closed six figures. Woo! We closed six figures dude. in uh, assignment oh. fees. Dude. Tell me, bro. Gotcha, brother. That's dude. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, yeah, man. Like, like, like this business is real, and anybody can do this. But anybody that's willing to put in the W O R K, man. All right. So now I'm bring I'm bring Brian on to share with you guys how he went from doing his first wholesale deal two years ago to scaling his business to where it is today. I'll have him obviously share with you guys kind of how his operation works. What his marketing is, how he's generating his leads, how he finds his cash buy, how he's closing the deals. So for those of you, if you find any value, if it add any value, um, you know, in this interview, please show my guests some love. Smash the thumbs up, comment below if you have any questions. And if you're new to the channel, welcome to the wholesale to million family where we all the doer and not the talker. If you talk more than you do, then you're probably on the wrong channel, my man. Or hey, or my ladies. <laughs> so, um, anyways, I'm gonna hand it over to to Brian and let him share uh, kind of why he, how he went from there to where he is now. Dude, my internet connection is I don't know what's going on, bro. But Brian, I'm gonna let you take is, over. Is it, is it... Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah, just real quick, I wanted to say uh, uh, it's a pleasure being here, Kong. Um, appreciate you having me back on. It's been a while since we last spoke, but. I've seen your growth, man. I seen your I, last time we spoke. I don't know which uh, how many subscribers you were at, but now, man, I just seen you just skyrocketed, man. So well, congratulations on that. Hey, Brian. First of all, man, I want to say thank you so much, and obviously, congrats on your success, dude. You're killing it. And dude, my growth has kind of been steady, dude. It, it hasn't popped, dude. It hasn't like it hasn't popped or haven't leaped like you know like Max Maxwell, bro. Like it hasn't. Boom, bro, this interview's gonna get you there. I What's promise that? you. <laughs> I'm just playing. I was playing. Yeah, man, no, you'll dude, get there, man. You'll get there. <laughs> What's that? You're gonna get there, brother. You'll get dude, there. You, you, dude. You know what, man? Throughout my life, whether it's in the personal brand or whether it's in my wholesaling or whether I was starting out, you know, um, in my job, dude. But my growth has always been like this. Like, dude, I've I, I've seen people that all of a sudden they went from boom here, and then in a year or two years they went boom to like here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden they just exploded. Yeah. But dude, I, yeah. I, like so far, so far in my business, I, I haven't seen that. It's always a really slow and steady um, growth, right? I, I, dude, so anyways, man, I'll let you take over, dude. Okay. Yeah, man, just, just, a, just a quick background about myself. So yeah, I'm 20 years old. I'm here in uh, Los Angeles right now. Um, I started when I was 18 years old uh, as far as the wholesale business. Um, but I've kind of always been in that entrepreneurship type journey. You know, I started a clothing line when I was 16 years old in high school. Um, and wow, you know, it was doing pretty good for me at that time. I think I made like $10,000 in three months and that was with zero marketing, no ads, nothing. It was just kind of just hustle and, you know, uh, meeting up with local rappers in the area, just networking via social media and stuff. So I've kind of always, uh, been in that entrepreneur side. Uh, I've always been into that entrepreneurship side. 
Um, it wasn't until um, 18, though, when I got into real estate, I uh, met up with my buddy named Taylor, and he was kind of doing the same thing I was doing at the time, which is kind of like social media marketing type thing. And uh, he told me about that little side hustle. He was kind of doing it as a side hustle. And he showed me a big, <laughs> you know, I was making like $1,000 a month off that uh, social media stuff. But when he showed me that check, I was like, man, what is that? How did you get into that, you know? And he he told me about, he told me about, he said, hey, you need to read this book. You need to go on this website uh, and you need to and look into it. So, yeah, I, I looked into it and um, yeah, man, it, it was it was hard. It was hard starting off. You know, I didn't have much money at the time. I was I was working at nine to five uh, Little Caesars and, you know, I had just dropped out. Of, I had just dropped out of college. I went for like two weeks uh, and, you know, may some people may be like, oh, well, you, you know, Little Caesars nine to five at 18 years old. How bad could that be? It, it's it, it's bad when when, you know, you get kicked out of, of your of your home, you know, just because the mistakes that I've made and the decisions I've taken and trying to find a place to, to, to rent, you know, and then working that shitty job that's when it becomes hard. And that's when it was hard for me, you know, uh, fortunately, you know, it was, it was a very depressing time for me at the time. Kyle. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be straightforward. It was a very, very depressing time for me. Uh, and you know, I just kept my head up and I just kept moving forward. And, you know, every, every little dime that I got, I put it into the real estate thing. I put it into the patent signs and, you know, I did that for six, six months and with no luck, but, you know, after that six months, I got my first deal. I got my first deal off of Bandit Sign. And, you know, once I got that deal, it was, it was just a, a proof of concept for me. And it led to me, you know, wanting to grow this, you know, grow into something bigger, uh, which is, you know, what I'm, what I'm trying to do, still trying to do today, you know, trying to make it bigger, trying to make it bigger. So, um, yeah, I, uh, with that $6,000, I kind of blew it a little bit. Um, on, on, I tried doing like different types of marketing. Unfortunately, it didn't go too well. But, you know, luckily enough, two, two months after that, I think I closed the deal like a $40,000. And yeah, that's, that's when I took that money and I really put it to work. I really put it to work right away. So I'm going to be smart with this. Um, you know, got myself some cold callers, uh, opened up a little office and, you know, just brought a bunch of people. Um, <clears throat> the, when I brought people in, though, it was kind of like a super, super quick turnover. Uh, people were quitting on me, you know every 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 other month you know so it was kind of like a it was, it was that was the hardest hardest part for me like trying to find the right people you know it was i'm sure that i'm sure you go you guys go through that as well con just trying to find the right people and you know that was kind of like the biggest hurdle but once i found the right people put the right people in place you know got the right systems in place that's when i started seeing the most of my results so um yeah that's 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 kind of where where uh where i saw that that growth Awesome, dude. Awesome, bro. Hey, great. Hey, first of all, Brian, dude, great story, bro. So now first question, man. Yeah. When, when you're feeling down and when you're feeling depressed, dude, like what, what trigger you to get excited and motivated? Like, and you, yeah. like, cause obviously, I'm, you know, when you're depressed and when you're down, you really don't want to do anything or you, you know, you, you don't want to start no side hustle, no business. So what really got you excited to, 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 to start looking to real estate? It wasn't, to, to be honest, Colin, it wasn't really much of excitement. It was kind of just like, I know I needed, I didn't have any other choice. Like, I really didn't have any other choice. Mm. I had dropped out. I had got kicked out uh, multiple times on my home. And it was kind of just like, 
all the odds were against me and I didn't really feel like anybody believed in me either. You know, nobody really believed that I was going to, you know, amount to anything or anything like that. So all that fire just, just lit, it lit something in me where I just said, you know what, I'm going to make this happen no matter what, no, no matter what I'm going through right now, I have to make this happen because uh, I don't want to end up like just, you know, I don't want to end up somewhere I, I don't want to be, you know, I want to make this thing happen. So I kind of felt like just, having that pressure on me Kong, like all that pressure, you know, at the time it seemed like a curse, but it turned out to be a blessing, you know, it really motivated me to really push me uh, to, to be where I'm at right now. Obviously I'm still growing every single day, still progressing every single day, but man, I'm in a much better place than I was two years ago. I'll tell you that Kong. So yeah, I feel like it was just having everything, everything against me. It just kind of gave me like a chip on my shoulder and I wanted to prove everybody wrong, you know, so. I see, bro. I so like basically, that was, so basically what pushes you, what pushes you was actually pain. Yeah, in the beginning, in the beginning, okay. yeah. Okay, so now yeah. let me ask you, what pushes you today? Today, man, well, that's, 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 that's when I saw, start seeing the bigger picture, you know. I started seeing the picture, like, once you have, you know, a certain money coming in, you kind of see everything a little bit differently. You don't, you're not in that position where you, want to work just for the money uh you know i want to put people on you know i want to put some of my friends onto this business i want to put my family onto the business and i want to i want to i want to put everybody in a better position because <clears throat> nobody in my family isn't is uh owns their own, uh, owns their, their own business calling like nobody not no uncles no cousins Dude. uh nobody so it was kind of just bro. Yeah, man. So literally nobody does. So I want to kind of be that stepping stone. You know, I want to be that first person to actually bring that into light. So maybe it inspires somebody in my family to want to do their own thing in the future, you know, and, you know, I can provide some, some, some guidance for them along the way as well. So I, that's kind of my why right now, just trying to make it a bigger thing, bigger than myself. Bigger than Cool, bro. Hey, dude, for, for those uh, of you know, the money, the cars, whatever it is, it's just, I want to make it big. Gotcha. For, for, uh, for those of you watching, man, I, I got to apologize for the internet connection. It's just going back and forth, back and forth. Now, it, it keeps on freezing. Is but... that me or is that? What's that? Is that me? No, 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 or... dude. Um, that yeah. is on me. Uh, now, um, Brian, dude, you remind me of... Um, uh, I'm sure that you know Alex, right? You know Alex? Which Alex? Uh, the Alex that the uh, he's like 20 something. He's killing the game as well, doing like six figure a month wholesaling. Yeah, I, uh, the one Alex from Arizona. Sanchez or some Alex Sanchez or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him. At, I met. I actually met him one of a, at one of the uh, uh, speaking conference. Uh, a really cool dude. Super motivated. Super inspiring killing in the game within like just like just like you man like a story of yeah. like a one or two year growth and he's just killing it man so now brian let me ask you man so what is your um so going from your first deal six thousand let first of all i'll have brian kind of dive into dissect his business a little bit to, to tell you guys kind of how how it all set up but Brian mentioned something, and I'm going to ask you, Brian, when yeah. you first post that wholesale deal, dude, now obviously it becomes a, a, a proven to you, right? Now it actually works. It becomes, re now it becomes real to you. Like, hey, I can really yeah. do this now. Now let me ask you, man, what, um, what, was, what are some of your biggest, 
what are some of your mistakes going from that deal to the to the second, the third, the fourth, et cetera? Yeah. So I would say the, the biggest mistake or hurdle that I came across Kong was, like I mentioned to you earlier, just finding the right people um, and having the right systems in place. Uh, those were my big, my biggest hurdles starting off. Um, I've had times where I had come across some good people, but I didn't have the systems in place to, to, you know, keep them motivated. You know, the leads were coming in slow sometimes and that kind of just drove them away. Um, so I had to, I had to make sure I get the systems right. And then once I got the systems right, uh, I started looking for the right people and at that time I couldn't find the right people. So it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of just like a, a big, uh, you know, hurdle that I came across and, um, I burned through a lot of money trying to, you know, trying to find, trying to find the right, that right spot, you know? So that, that was, that was my biggest hurdle. Um, I would say is just trying to find the right people. Um, I was bringing on. You know, I made a mistake of just trying to bring on like friends and stuff like that. And as as you know, like some people just they just don't really have it and in them to to want more. And I just kind of uh, had to learn that the hard way. You know, had to learn that the hard way. Just trying to put some people on, and they just weren't ready for it. They weren't ready to put in the work. So you know, you got to find the right people, the, the people that want it just as bad as you do. You know, they want to they right. want to see you win. They want to see the whole company win. And um, I feel like that was my my hardest part of uh, trying to find the right people. Gotcha, man. And I think that's that's going to be the hardest part for a majority of people that's trying to grow their business is finding the right people. That's you know that's actually going that's actually on the bus with you, not like you're carrying them on the bus, dude. It's like they're pulling you back. But exactly. now, Brian, I know that you mentioned this, and I think that a lot of people can relate to this. You said we did your first wholesale deal for six k. You make a couple, you made a mistake and you blow it away because of focus. You were focused on too many things, right, bro? Yeah, man. Yeah, I was, to be honest. I was. And, um, you know, at the time, obviously $6,000 is not much, but at that time, it, it, it felt like a lot to me. Yep. And, uh, you know, I just tried, I just spread myself too thin, too, uh, too thin. You know, I was trying to, like, I bought a big list and I didn't really know what I was doing, to be honest. Um, it was kind of just, trying to experiment with different types of uh, uh, marketing. And outside of that, I just, honestly, I just blew it on, on st stupid stuff, you know, just going out and hey. stuff. But Hey, um, you know what, dude? Hey, man, you, dude, you're, you're only like, what? And like, you know, 18, 19, 20 at the time. So, uh, dude, yeah. uh, we all make that mistakes, all right? We, we all make it, man. So now, but now, because I see people that do this, dude, that, I'm telling you guys, man, focus is, is so important, yeah. right? Whatever you focus on, that's what's going to grow, okay? Whatever you focus on, man, that's what's going to grow, all right? Energy flow where focus go, because I see a lot of people, man, that they lose focus. They're trying to do multiple business, right? Trying to, trying to you see, they're trying to launch multiple business at the same time. They got the FBA, the Amazon drop shipping, you know, all of that, or they're trying to do the social marketing, and they're trying to build that brand like all at the same time right and it's 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 like and until one that you can systemize and it doesn't require all your attention and all your time where you can now have that time to go and, and put it on growing another stream of income what you're doing is you're going to be really hurting yourself by going at i mean to me anyway i don't want to put my limited belief all right 
on anyone, but I'm just saying when you're trying to catch two rabbits, well, that's, I guess that's what people say. At the same time, you end up catching none. You end up being just being average on both of them. So just really focus and zone on one business, grow that where you have system and team in place. Now it doesn't require you, then you can go and start another stream of income. Most people thought that I go on YouTube, you know, I, I launched YouTube and now I make some money from there too. When, when I launched YouTube, that was like two, probably almost coming three years ago. At that time, I already have the system and the, and the business in place. And I was only doing like two hours a day. And I said, well, what else am I going to do? Right. And then I heard Gary Vee said about, hey, build your personal brand. You know, have another stream that matches into whatever you're doing. Don't just go from whatever you're doing and now launch another business that's completely different. So I said, hey, I love teaching people, so I'm going to go into this route. Okay? Now, yeah. now uh, I want you to talk about this, dude. <laughs> so what So what are you um, – so what does your team look like now? Yeah. <clears throat> so most of my team, Kong, is uh, virtual now. Uh, okay. most of it um i have uh I have like seven vas and have, i believe i have like six of them or five of them uh doing cold call just outbound um outbound, outbound cold calling very simple just following a script um and they're all based in uh, mexico oh uh, my buddy owns the agency out there so i i oh. met him and and uh he uh just gave me all he just gave me that that plug in and cool. you know they're doing good they're bilingual they're doing very good for us um so that's for the cold calling side i have an acquisition one in-house acquisition um and then i have an a uh, va acquisition virtual acquisition that's in that call center um so i pay them differently obviously uh the vas are a lot cheaper um so that's why we kind of just try to leverage those people a lot more um we have uh, a transactional coordinator uh, VA as well, um, and yeah, it's, that's pretty much like the, the the structure that we have right now. Okay, bro. So you got five five people VAs from Mexico yeah. that's cold calling for you. Cold calling, just and now what now what list what list do you cold call? We hit several lists. Um, <clears throat> I'd say the biggest one for us right now is owner occupied. Okay. It's owner oh. owner occupied. You know, we we were doing the whole absentee thing yep. uh for a while, but we just kind of saw we we saw it get a little too saturated. Right. You know, we we were just buying I feel like everybody everybody was hitting that list, so we just had to mix it up a little bit. Uh we do 35 to 100% equity on okay. on the criteria of it. And then um uh plus 30 years res, uh residence. They lived there for 30 years plus um and yeah that list is doing very good for us right now we're also hitting pre closures on the side as well and uh probates as well okay got it so so okay so owner occupied 30 percent to all the way to free and clear yeah and then you got pre foreclosure and, and probate those are the only three lists that you're targeting right now and absentee as well we mix it in there as well okay. absentee that's for that for the most part yeah that's it okay and is um brian is all you're doing is cold calling no, we're doing we're doing text blasts as well. Um, we're using text blast, and we're doing a little bit of RVMs as well. So you know, those are the, the three main uh, marketing sources that we have right now. But okay. for the most part, we just try to keep it simple. Sure, sure, man. So okay, so now do you okay? So how so how do you set it up, bro? Do you so do you okay? So you would okay? So you would cold call all those lists, 
So you would pull everybody from that list and, and cold call everyone on that list? Or say a list that you cold call, there's a list that you text or? Yeah, so we try to hit every, we try to hit every, uh, the whole list with different types, with all the, all the marketing, uh, text, blast, uh, RVM, cold call. Uh, but for the most part, as far as the RV, the ringless voicemail drops is the, like the only one that we use for, uh, I believe it's uh, the absentee and the owner occupied. We don't really mess with uh, the other list on that one. Okay. But yeah, for now, the most uh, part though, we, we try to hit everything. Sure. Okay. And uh, so who are you using for our, our RVM? I'm using uh, sendthedrop.com. So I'm using. Okay. And uh, how much are they charging uh, per drop? I think it's like for 20,000 drops, I pay like $600. Okay. Got you, man. So now I want to ask you, man, is, is majority of your leads, is it coming from, is it come, is it coming from cold calling RVM or text message? Cold calling for sure. Okay. Cold calling for sure. That's, that's like, that's the, that's, I would say 70 to 80% of, uh, of our deal flow. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, they, they're saying, you know, cold calling is dead or, or, you know, cold calling is saturated. I just feel like their level of consistency isn't, it just, just isn't there. You know, maybe they give it a shot for a month or give it a shot for a couple of weeks and they don't get any results and they just kind of label it dead and they move on to the next thing. Um, which goes back to what you were saying, you know, you got to stay focused on, 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 uh, on it and, and stay consistent with it. And we've been, we've been, we've so far, we've been very consistent with it, man. It's been, it's been uh, treating us good. So. Cool. Cool. Now, Brian, are you, are, are you in your local market or are you in a, uh, or are you in a, another state? <laughs> so we're in two different markets. We're in, uh, we're in Texas, uh, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio areas. And then we're in, uh, California. We're in California. We do, we do a lot of, uh, the Northern California cities like, uh, Stockton, Bakersfield, the lower income areas. Yep. Uh, we try to stay around 300,000 ARV and below Good uh, for, for the most part, but, but we, we do mix in there, you know, LA as well. We, you know, that's where okay. we get our, our big ones. Now, Brian, let me ask you, man. So the, the, the market that you're in California, you're staying away from the, uh, the Asian crowd, right? The what? Like, uh, any city or county that has like a high percentage of Asian, you're staying away oh. from them, right? Or what? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, nothing against, nothing against, uh, nothing against them. Nothing against, not, I'm not, you know, we're not being racist or whatnot, but you know, we, we've have bought a lot of lists in that area and you know, it just, they, they just don't want to do business with us. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. They... Yeah, man, dude, the Asian, you guys can try, forget it, man. If you are, I'm just warning <laughs> you right now to save yourself some money because you will never be able to find a wholesale, I wouldn't say never, but 99.9% chance, 99.9% chance you won't get a deal from an agent unless you know something about the property where it can be subdivided, expanded, like something that's secretly, really secretively, but they don't know. Because I'm telling you, it's like, I've been doing it for eight years and have never done a deal with an agent. Asian name, I just bypass it. Kong, you, you should you should come up with a software to filter the, the certain races out. <laughs> I should, dude. I should. So uh, <laughs> now, okay, man. So it, okay, so you got one in-house um, acquisition. So do you guys? So you guys don't go out to see the property, right? Uh, for the most part, no. But we, you know, sometimes if it's in the area uh, and we feel like we get a little bit more just by meeting them in person, then we we just make that trip. But 
you know, for the most part, we have boots on the ground all over. So, you know, there's no need for it. Sure. So you lock it up in a contract over the phone. And now, Brian, how do how are you finding your buyers, man? Uh, we're getting our buyers from ListSource. Getting our buyers from ListSource. We pull a list of uh, of cash buyers by, you know, looking for the for a hundred percent equity in the last tra uh, last three months. So okay. somebody that bought for cash in the last three to six months. Okay. And then we pull that list, and then we just text blast them all. We text blast them all, and then we have a VA filter through all of them, and then we just build that list through there. I see, bro. So now, now let me ask you then, Brian. What what company are you using for uh for uh, Skip Tracy? I'm using uh Batch Skip. Yeah, Batch Skip Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, man. So now, so your cold caller, obviously your cold caller set up the appointment for for. I guess how many purchase manager? I I mean. I call them purchase manager, but other people call them like acquisition. Like how many of those do you yeah. have? I have two. I have one in-house and one uh, virtual. Okay. So okay, And I'm so looking to two. I'm looking to to get another one real soon. Gotcha. Okay. So those are the one that calls back and lock the property up in the contract. Yeah. And then once the property's signed the contract, now where does it go to? So me personally, I'm handling dispo right now and uh, the marketing side of everything. And so, um, you know, whenever the deal comes in, we have it uh, come into the podio and whatnot, and then we just blast it out to our buyers via text blast or uh, email email campaign. We okay. use Mailchimp. Yep, same here. Okay, gotcha, bro. So now, okay, so you are the this the disposition. So I, I call them the uh, transaction coordinator. So once the deal is yeah. on the contract, you actually sit. You, so 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 you focus on selling the deals and do all the marketing. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking to hire a dispo real soon though. Cool, man. But for the most part, that's what we do now. Yeah. Okay. Now, Brian, who does the who does like does your purchase manager do this, or who does the ARV calculation? Like who like like who who construct that offer? Yeah. So I trained them on on making offers. Okay. Um, I trained them on making offers. <clears throat> if they have. If, if the property is like a very like deep, like has something that, you know, it's, it's very hard to comp, then they request me to, to help them out with it. So like, let's say, you know, maybe it's on a main street or something like that, or there's, sure. an alley, there's an alley behind the house and the other properties don't, or they just have, it has an add-on or two add-ons, whatever it is. Um, I go ahead and take a look at it personally and I, and I go ahead and let them know what's the next step. But for the most part, you know, they, they have it, they, they have, they have a formula that they follow and uh, uh, they stay just, they just stay to it. Okay. And now, um, Brian, like in the market that you're in, are you feeling the 30% rules or, or what percentage are you basing it off to, uh, get your property on the contract? Yeah. So here in LA, um, in California, we do, uh, ARV times 80%. Um, okay. just because we feel like there's a lot, it's a lot more harder to get a deal out here. So we, so the buyers are, are just willing to little, uh, pay a little bit more than, you know, somewhere sure. where the deals are just flowing in. So in California, you guys are good with the 20% discount. Yeah. Okay. And how about in Texas? Texas, we do the 30%. Yeah. Okay. You guys still like, I'm asking Lisa, very important. A lot of you guys, and yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a veto on this. A lot of you guys are making mistakes where you don't know how to calculate A or B. You don't know how to calculate your rehab and you don't know your market. Like you don't know if it's a 20% market, a 25% market, or a 30% market. Because if you were shooting for 30%, right, 
in a 20% market, which is, let's like, just say, just like Brian in LA, guess who's going to get, like, let's, like, like, if you compete, like, who's going to get a majority of the deals? It'll be Brian, because Brian can offer more because he only needs to lock it up on a contract at a 20% discount. But if you don't know your market, you're going to come in and thinking, hey, I, I got to offer 30% or 35% or whatever the case may be, right? And if you're in a market that 40%, it needs to be lower than 30%, right? And you're locking up on the contract at 30%, maybe it's too high, all right? So understand your market is very, very important. Understand your buyers, how much they need a discount, what numbers they're buying at is also very, very important. And, um, you know, that's why the people that's in the game for a long time, the experienced one, they, they get more deals on the contract. It's because of that, right? It's, it, 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 because they, they, they have more experience and uh, they know what's a deal, what's not a deal, and they're able to see it versus you coming into the game as new. But obviously, I'm saying that to not discourage you. I'm saying that for you to, <laughs> you know, do your homework, look at your market, and the better you know it, um, the more chance, obviously, the more chance you'll be able to get a deal on the contract. Exactly. Uh, so now, Brian, how much is your um, so how much is your average deal size? <clears throat> okay, so in Texas, the average deal size is uh, eight to twelve thousand dollars. Um, and here in Cali, we try to we anything here in LA, we try to make at least twenty thousand dollars at least. Okay. Um, yeah, so we try to stay under that. So what is your what is your what is your monthly uh what is your monthly expense, bro? Uh, including marketing and everything. Yep. I say between sixteen to eighteen thousand, eighteen thousand dollars. Okay. Eighteen k a month. Okay. So now let me. Yeah. Um. And your 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 employee is so so the cold call is it's on an hourly pay. Mm hmm. And and then how about most of the, them? Uh, so so is any one of them on commission or at all? Yeah, I think one of them, one of them, uh, one of our VAs is on uh, on just commission solely, but for the most part, they're all getting paid hourly. Um, our cold callers doing outbound sales, I believe they're getting paid between six to eight dollars okay. an hour. Um, and then our acquisition manager uh, virtually is getting paid eight dollars an hour, plus uh, anything above fifty k, they get paid eight percent commission. Anything below 50K, they're getting paid 6% commission. Okay. Gotcha, so, bro. Um, I know that's a little bit more expensive than, uh, you know, getting somewhere from like the Philippines or something, but we just find, you know, I'd rather just pay for quality. Just rather pay for the quality of it. I understood. So now uh, next, the next thing is, I was going to ask you is, um, <coughs> so... So you don't have anyone that's just on commission only, because I know that there are people out there that their main, their whole main thing is cold calling, and they put everybody on commission. So one mm -hmm. person will talk to the seller, lock it up, and sell a deal. Like that one person will do everything. Yeah, but we tried that. Yeah, we tried that. We tried that in the beginning. You know, like I said, I I got an office and I got a lot of people in here, and they were all just on commission but what i find kong is like it's very 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 hard to try to keep those people motivated um you know especially when those people have bills to pay and you know they have uh you know things to cover and a lot of them were making a pretty big drive just to get to the office so it was just kind of uh it was it was hard you know it was hard just to keep them but if, if you have a, a system where you know you have you constantly have people coming in constantly people having coming in then i guess that might work but i just got tired of just you know, every single month, you know, having to hire more people and more people and more people, you know, so 
I'd rather just have something stable. Gotcha, man. Yeah, man. Dude, I mean, the turnover is what costs us business owner money, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's the turnover. It's a waste of time of exactly. you training them up because obviously it takes your time to train them up, right? Or, you know, exactly. or unless you hire then, somebody to train that one person and that person, you know, train the whole, but it's still going to take time away from you or that person, right? To train them up and then another month they quit and then you got to start all over again. Uh, you know, go through the whole process again. It is, dude, yeah, you know, every single business owner go through that. And that's what, you know, that's what costs. Is that, yeah, is and that, that training period, you know? Yeah. And then that so, dialer, that dialer is expensive, you know, and nobody's on the phones dialing because you're training them. Then it adds up, it adds up quick. So. Absolutely, man. So Brian, I mean, we're going to wrap this up, man. Yeah. What are, uh, you know, scaling your business up. Like <clears throat> I want you to, uh, I guess my question is what, what are some tips or feedback or advice that you can give to the, the person that maybe closed their first deal already or haven't closed their first deal. Let's start with one that haven't closed their first deal. Well, what are some advice that you can give them? Okay. So they haven't closed their first deal. Um, try to find the right person to, to learn from, you know, try to find, try to find a, somebody to, to, to guide you along the way. I would say, you know, that's kind of the mistake that I made in the beginning. I just didn't really have nobody to guide me or show me the ropes or anything. So, you know, I learned through time, you know, I learned by, uh, I learned by, you know, six months of just hard, hard brain damage and everything, you know, and you know, that's one way you could do it. Or if you want to save that time, uh, invest it, invest it by trying to find somebody who's already doing what you're trying to do. Or if you don't have money to pay them, find a way to, to work for them for free or add, try to add value to them so that you, they, they could guide you along the way and you could learn a thing or two, you know, because other than that, you're going to you're going to just waste up your time and, you know, money comes back, but your time doesn't. So I'd rather invest my money than my time when it comes to that. So if I could go back and do that all over again, I would I would uh, I would try to find the right person to learn from. Dude, hands down, agree with that. Now, Brian, let me listen. You guys. First of all, I want to add this, what Brian just said. You have to understand yourself. You know, I, I, I hear Gary Vee say this all the time. Self-awareness. Dude, it's extremely important because you know why? We each learn differently. Some people learn by looking pictures. Like, they, they can look at a picture and put a puzzle together. Some can read and put it together. Some need somebody to, like, visual, right? Some hear, some see, like, visual. Like, they need to see, like, or some... Just like they watch a bunch of video and they, st they still can't do it because they need someone to hold their hands where they can just go somewhere and then, hey, and then they, 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 like they run across the hurdle and they want to be able to pick up the phone and ask that person a question like throughout the process. And that's what I needed, right? Dude, I was six months in, man. Did everything, took massive action and didn't see no results because then I started to see, I said, you know what, Kong? I learned by, you know, having people there physically showing me, right? Physical. Physically, and that was me, dude. And that's where I, uh, I, I hire my mentor, and I pay a lump sum for it. But obviously, uh, you know, just like you mentioned, you know, once you pay, you you pay for the money, you get to, you know, now he showed me how to make that once. I can make it over and over and over again for the rest of my life. You, so you gotta, you gotta understand yourself. Not everybody needs to get a mentor. Not everybody needs to invest in a course. Not everybody needs to go to that seminars, whatever it is. But self awareness, right? Knowing how you learn, best, dude. <laughs> now. That's important, yeah. Yeah, dude. It, it, now, I want to add. Um, 
<laughs> now, Brian, now how about to those people that have got their first deal and now yeah. they want to like, obviously get, be more, yeah. have more consistent deals. Yeah. So I would say, you know, to the people that, that have closed a couple of deals, maybe they're closing one or two deals a month and they want to take it to that next step. It's all about just, just investing more money into the business, to be honest. You know, at first when I was trying to scale up, I was scared to, to, to drop, you know, $5,000 a, uh, a month in marketing. You know, I just kind of had that scarcity mindset. Like what, if I dump this money in there, what if I don't get it back? Or, you yeah. know, I just kind of had that mindset. And now, like I said, we're dropping close to 18 uh, a month. If you would have told me I'm dropping that much a like two years ago, I'd been what, you know? So it was, it just kind of having that shift in your mindset. And like, like you have to go all in you. That's the only way uh, you're going to grow. And that's the only way you're going to scale up. Uh, stop playing small and just, you know, dump it in there, man. Dump it in there. Educate yourself first. Obviously don't just, you know, blow through the money, but once you educate yourself, take action, man. A lot of people just, I know a lot of people who know a lot and they know more than me. But when I ask them, how many deals are you guys closing a month? You know, they have nothing to show for it. So don't be that, don't be that guy that knows everything. But at the end of the day, they have nothing to show. Absolutely, dude. It's, you know, it's, it's like when I first started, man, when I first started, I go to my local RIA. It's, it's, I don't know, but it's all, it's to me, it seems like the one that don't do a lot of deals that talks a lot, right? Because <laughs> they're studying, they, they, they've been studying, they're watching, and they know, like, they know the whole entire thing. Like, they can tell you exactly what to do, but they took zero action. If you, if you have met one of those at the WIA or at a, at a seminar, at a real estate event, comment in and let me know, man. Comment <laughs> in and let me know, or maybe tag them out, dude. Call. But, dude, I go Explosive. to WIA, and they talk like they know, and then when you ask them, so have you done any deal, how many deals? Well, you know, you would say, how many deals have you done? Oh, you know, I haven't done any deals yet. I, you know, but I, I know what I need to do, but they haven't even pulled the trigger. All right, yeah. dude, you got on, you guys stop watching videos, stop listening to podcasts, figure out your missing link, figure out the first thing that you need to go do, execute it. All right. Because knowledge without execution, dude, say this all the time. It's worthless. Don't be the one that sits there and like the know it all, like, dude, like, like you, you don't need to know, like when you get into real estate, you don't need to know all the cap rate. Like you don't need to know all of that up front. Oh, the cap rate, the NOI, you can do the math, you can do the cap. Like you know it all, but you haven't even taken actions to do anything. All right. So, 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 so you got to take action, man. A lot of you are, are just sitting there or just not taking enough action. And a lot of them go, you know, make a couple calls and you're like, oh, uh, this is it. This, this doesn't work. So Brian, I, um, it's a long one, man. So let's wrap it up. How do people uh, connect with you, dude? I'm on Instagram, uh, Brian Alejandre one with the number one, you're going to have, you, you, I'm sure you'll put it in the description or something for yep. them to take a look at it. But yeah, that, you can connect with me, shoot Instagram? me a message. If there's anything I do help to, to help you guys out, just shoot me a message. I'll, I'll respond. Awesome, man. So, um, Brian, just on uh, Instagram or anywhere else. Uh yeah, I'm on Instagram just for right now. I see you're on TikTok though. <laughs> dude, how many yeah, followers man. do you have on that? <laughs> hey, dude, um, Brian, you're only 20. You should be on TikTok, dude. TikTok's where all the like the 20s, the teens, the kids. You know, there are some boomers and some uh, Z. I guess they call them Z generation. I thought I was, you know, I go on there and they calling me a boomer. I, I, at first, bro, I didn't know what a boomer is. 
at first I was like, what? Um, well, I read it at Bomber. <laughs> I read, because well, obviously my reading, right? I read it at Bomber. I don't know why they call me a Bomber. I thought, you know, because, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, have you ever, have you ever seen the guy that was on the, um, uh, what is it, uh, the poker tournament where they call him the Unabomber? Like, I've like, never. Okay, so for those of you who watch poker, the guy go on, and then what he does is have his sweatshirt, right? They call him the Unabomber. So when he he gets down to a, a spot where he's gonna go all in, he put his hood on, he zip, he zip it up so people don't don't see his expression or whatever it is, and they call yeah. him the Unabomber. So when I, I I went on there, I thought they call me the Bomber, but it's actually the Boomer. Boomer means I'm old. So anyway. <laughs> But uh, yeah. anyways, Brian, any last word, man? I'm going to let you wrap it up. Any last word, bro? Yeah, man. Just uh, pleasure, a pleasure being here, Connor. Like I said, I really appreciate you having me back on, man, to, to share, you know, this message. Hopefully this inspires somebody out there. And, um, yeah, like I said, if this, if, any, if this does inspire you, make sure you take action. Make sure you put in the work because, I mean, life could change, you know, quicker than you could think quicker than you could think so awesome i mean dude just two years ago brian was doing his first deal i think he was like i think you're in your apartment or somewhere i'm not sure right yeah yeah i was, <laughs> so I was in the kitchen I think. <laughs> yeah so anyways um if this interview add any value to you comment below smash the thumbs up show brian some love maybe you comment tag brian hit him up on ig and um anyways gonna wrap this up for those of you who recently closed your first wholesale deal love to bring you onto the channel to help motivate and inspire other just like us, man, just normal people out there just trying to make it in life, right? Trying to start a business, trying to make it in life, doing everything that we can for our loved one, for our families, and obviously for our future. So anyways, you guys, so thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Also, to make sure you turn on the bell notification. And uh, one last thing here is that for those of you, man, who really wants, who really need that extra help and who really want to kickstart um, your 2020 off where you need that extra help, where you want to spend some time with me, I am going to run a 2K and a 5K web class March uh, 14th and 15th. If you want to sign up, it does cost some money. It's $2,000 per person or a couple for the 2K web class. If you want to do a 5K web, web class with me, that is a meeting once a month for five months straight in a row, obviously sharing with you all the system, all the pro, like everything that we, we use, all right? We use that's currently working right now to obviously get you from where you are to where you want to be. And um, so we meet five times a month. That's a 5K web class. Anyways, you want to sign up, shoot an email or more questions, shoot an email or to wholesale2millions at gmail.com. But once again, it's not for everybody. It's only for 20 people that I'm taking on. So thanks a lot, Brian. I really appreciate your time, man. Um, take care, dude. I wish you massive success and uh, stay in touch. Likewise, brothers. Hit me up when you're in LA. For sure. Ciao, bro. <laughs>